Welcome to the Daily Sports Show Redo. I am your host, Tyler James. Here at the Redo, I've spent my time watching and listening to all the talking heads give their inflated takes on popular topics. Then I pick a few of those topics that I find good, bad, or just plain weird, and give them a redo by giving my take without the yelling, pandering, or trying to create a new hot take. Let's get into it. And we are once again talking about the Eagles being in panic mode. They've lost four of their last five. They've pretty much shot themselves in the foot with that loss to Arizona. Now they're going to be stuck at a fifth seed as opposed to the two seed slash one seed they were kind of playing for. But the 49ers obviously locked up the one seed. And with that loss to Arizona... And Dallas's controversial win over Detroit. Dallas was able to pretty much be in the driver's seat now for that division, meaning they'll, with a win against the Commanders this weekend, they'll lock up the two seed. And the Eagles will have to be happy with the fifth seed. Now, this is obviously complete panic mode for the Eagles. It's just across the board. Now, up until that, you know, five games ago when they were going into San Fran, you know, there's the two best teams in the NFL. It was, you know, the one and two seed playing each other. We're going to have a rematch of the NFC conference game. But now it's just like kind of what we known, really, we really have known this all year, that the Eagles aren't a complete dominant, you know, really that good of a team. They're not a great team. You know, they have players upset it all year. You know, they each after each close win where they barely pulled out against a bottom of the barrel team their players will go on record talking about how they haven't played a complete game yet how their best football is yet to come this and that and obviously it's they still haven't had that game where you're just like okay that's a Super Bowl contender now here they are just complete panic mode and you got to kind of think about a lot there's a lot of chatter now about Nick Sirianni their head coach like is he really you know, is he the guy for the job? I mean, he gets a little testy in his little conference or press conferences, you know, because he has people have all these questions about the team. It's like, hey, you were in the Super Bowl last year. Your offense was clicking. Your defense was, you know, number one. What's going on? And he just kind of gives these, you know, what you'd expect from a like a Philly native. He's not a Philly native, but like someone who's from Philly is an answer. That's why I like him so much there. But they like him there when he's – you know, winning in dominant fashion. And as we know, the both coordinators left beginning of the season to go to Arizona Cardinals and to the Colts. And both guys, you know, have found success there. Granted, the Cardinals, you know, they got a bad record, but they've – Kyler Murray's been out pretty much the entire year, but recently came back, and they had that big win last weekend against the Eagles. So he's having success there. Then obviously the Colts with their – their uh, injured young quarterback, Richardson, he uh, got hurt early in the year. But, you know, they've been serviceable. I mean, they're, you know, they're in the hunt. They can possibly win their division with uh, Gardner Minshew. So that's a credit to the coaching staff right there for sure. So both great coordinators went on are going on to be uh, really good head coaches so far. And since they left, that's when the – this dominant offense started looking real, real average, less than average, if you will. 
uh, Jalen Hurts got that huge contract that kicks in next year, but it's he's not a uh, living up to that you know quarter of a billion uh, I believe it was or so two fifty made fifty a year. It's not in their defense, you know they, you know they everyone kind of keeps talking about their uh, their pass rush and their their front their front pass rushers and defensive linemen, but it's like, are they really even that good? I mean, it's just – and, of course, their secondary is just abysmal. Everyone shreds them for, you know, their best games of the season. So you got to kind of think of what's uh, Nick Sirianni really doing to fix this? Nothing. I mean, he brought uh, Matt Patricia. Uh, he elevated him over their defensive coordinator call some plays. And, you know, they – that. <laughs> If you're familiar with uh, Patricia, you know, he won Super Bowls with the Patriots as their defensive coordinator, went on to be the Detroit's head coach, just had a terrible time there. And just, yeah, ask, ask a Detroit fan, they'll tell you all about, all about him. But now he's uh, in Philly, I guess, and then they, uh, I don't know if he's the defensive coordinator now or he's just a guy calling plays, but over the last three games, I get it's a small sample size, but they've been worse than they have been all year. So it's just questionable decisions by Nick Sirianni makes people really kind of go, hmm, this might something be something to watch the next uh, year or two to see you know, if he ends up on that hot seat. And, of course, you got A.J. Brown. There's more drama coming from there. And, you know, earlier in the year, there he was on the sidelines, you know, famously yelling at Jalen Hurts, and that was kind of the really kind of a kickoff point. People started kind of really poking holes in this – uh Eagles narrative and of course uh former receivers you know that are now uh on the talk on talk shows that came out and defended said hey nothing wrong with their with a stud receiver you know talking to his quarterback you know and just wanting to be involved because he at the time he wasn't being involved in the offense that much which is you know obviously not good if you have a true number one receiver like AJ Brown you want to get him involved early and often so there wasn't not a lot there, but of course, then he went on that big run. I think it was like a six-game run where he just had over 100 yards, so many receptions per game. But I think now over the past, this five-game kind of rough span they're going through, he's had one touchdown. And once again, you know, the rumors and the reports coming out that there's just disconnect between him and the coaching staff and, you know, stuff that wasn't there last year. I guess that circles back to Sirianni and the coaching staff. Makes you makes you wonder where things will be in a year or two with this team, with a, a huge contract for Jalen, who, you know, you could say he earned it because he got him to Super Bowl. They came real close to winning. Uh, it's we'll see. It's got to just we'll see where it comes up. And now with that fifth seed, we'll see who they where they got to go. It's looking like Tampa Bay. Though they did get pretty handled by New Orleans this last weekend, but Tampa Bay is in control of their fate. They have a, uh, one more game this, this weekend. If they win, they're in with their division. If not, then it's between the Saints and Atlanta. That's that's crazy. Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. If the the Bucks lose, the winner of that game will be the winner of the division hosting a playoff game. Well, I I. I think the Eagles will beat the Saints and they can beat the Falcons. I think that would be pretty obvious. But I think Tampa Bay 
if uh, Baker plays well, that would be a real tough matchup for the Eagles. And I don't know if they get past that. And, you know, that's – if they do get past them, then it's kind of like, ooh, they'll probably have to play the Cowboys depending on what the Lions and – who else is that? What the Lions do. Because I'm pretty sure the Cowboys will beat the – I think the, it's like the Green Bay and the Vikings right now. They're in that last little spot together. There's a, a lot of sub-500 teams in that seventh seed that the Cowboys should be able to dominate. But there's a lot, a lot of teams when you look in the playoffs, like who the Eagles could play, well, pretty much all of them, you, you'd probably pick, you know, if you're, if you're a sports better, you'd pick them over the Eagles. But we'll see last week to see where all the chips lie and see what happens. I'm going to take a short break. Let's get into it. And we are talking the Ravens. Is this a Super Bowl or bust year for them? For a lot of people, there it's a it's a it's a yes but no, which is like you know the safe answer. Cause you don't wanna with Lamar Jackson the way he's been playing, obviously last weekend against the Dolphins, which was kind of like their People are going to go, oh, this could be the AFC championship matchup, one seed versus two seed. And the Ravens just absolutely dragged them around the stadium. It was bad. <laughs> and Lamar, you know, the the knock on him for his uh, MVP favoritism this year was kind of like, oh, he doesn't really have the stats for it. I mean, like, yeah, they're winning, but he's not really – it's nothing on his stats jump off at off the page at you besides his rushing yards, which is kind of like, that's cool and all, but you're a quarterback. You, we we, we want to see quarterbacks, you know, win with their arm. That's just traditionally how we're, we're still thinking. You know, we understand that the the element of the game that Lamar brings to the – brings with, like, how elusive he is, how teams have to game plan around that so specifically just for him is different than everyone else. And but what is what does Lamar Jackson do against uh you know the three point underdog Dolphins who are at home oh, just goes in there throws five touchdowns over three hundred yards just <laughs> absolutely dismantles them they he ends up getting you know gets to rest the last couple a little bit of the fourth quarter it's just man that was just. <laughs> Any kind of narrative you had about Lamar Jackson, any kind of narrative I had about Lamar Jackson about not being the MVP this year just got shattered. So it's like, all right, yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's up to like minus or down to minus 20,000 on the on the odds. So it's like, yeah, Vegas thinks it's the most secure bet of all time. So if you want to, you know, take out a huge loan and throw it on Lamar Jackson, you'll get a little bit back. But, yeah, that was a great performance. Did exactly what everyone wants to see him do. Be like an actual quarterback, not a running back. That's always been one of the narratives around him. But yeah, good stuff. But they're a Super Bowl or bust for Lamar and the Ravens this year. And you kind of, he said, you don't want to ever count a, a, a team out that has a player like Lamar Jackson who's so dynamic. But at the same time, if you look at this year, you look at all the teams, all these elite quarterbacks especially in the AFC, you know, this might 
be like his best opportunity to get to Super Bowl and to win a Super Bowl. Because look in the AFC right now. We got Joe Burrow's out, you know, with injuries. So the Cincinnati Bengals aren't going to be there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're having a down year. They're very vulnerable. They might be a one-and-done type team. Buffalo Bills, they're streaking a little bit, but they've been inconsistent. They changed their offensive coordinator. So that's been like, it seems like it's kind of fixed an issue. But the last two weeks, they didn't play well against the Chargers. Barely escaped that game. And this last weekend, they played the Patriots. Barely escaped that game. So they're they're very gettable right now. And it's just Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are clearly the best team in the AFC. But they've had the issue in the past where, you know, Lamar's going to get his second MVP. But the, the year he got his first unanimous MVP back in 2019, they got bounced by the Titans. And, you know, they I think he's 1-3 or 1-4 right now, which for a player, like people are already kind of saying he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. That's not really what you want to see it's a granted you know no one ever you know has success until they have it i know that kind of sounds dumb but if you look at people like uh players like peyton manning one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks of all time mvps this and that struggled in the playoffs for years before finally breaking through you know that's to be the story of any quarterback who's just not getting it done. That's Lamar right now. You know, he's got the people talk about, look at what he's done with when he's in the game, but the Ravens, they win just an, abs- just an absurd amount of games. Without him, they lose. But, you know, that's all fine and great when you're talking about the regular season, but then you go, well, what's he done in the playoffs? And that's always what it comes down to. And, you know, that's, that's something I think uh, he – he gets a pass on it for more more than other players for some reason just because of his dynamic ability and how much they win and all this and that. And he's going to win his second MVP. You know, like when, especially like when the, the contract talk for last year was going on. Uh, they're just like, he wins games in the regular season. That's always kind of like the little, little disclaimer that people trying to, you know, on his behalf, you know, petition for him. You know, they talk about the wins and the, unanimous MVP and this and that, but it's like, ah, you need the, that playoff resume to really cement you going forward. And this might be the year that he does it. Cause they're going to be the one seed. So they get that first round by like a lot of elite quarterbacks are either injured or having a down year. It's just, it's not the stiffest competition this year. And then you got, if you get to the Super Bowl. You have the NFC, which you already destroyed their best team, the 49ers. I mean, that's they're going to be the one seed, and they got wrecked on Christmas Day, I believe it was, Christmas night. You know, and so, and if the 49ers don't make it, who do you got, really? You got the Cowboys who have been wishy washy, and you, maybe you got the Detroit Lions who are, you know, another team that the Ravens are already absolutely dismantled this year. So Super Bowl or bust, I I think in the sense that even if they get to the AFC championship game, let's say they play probably the, maybe the Bills 
Yeah, I think any anyone besides the Bills, I think they'll be fine. But the Bills will give them, might give them some problems just because of how how crazy they can their offense can be at times. But yeah, if they don't get to the Super Bowl this year, I think that will be looked at as a failure because this was such a down year for every other team in the AFC. That it would just kind of, especially because Lamar is going to win another MVP. So if he gets in there and goes one and done, doesn't even get the one, it's really going to hurt that narrative around him where, you know, people could say you can stand there and look at his regular season record. You can stand there and look at his two MVP trophies. But then you're going to have to go there and go, hey, after December, in you know, middle of January, he doesn't show up. And that's going to be something that's going to be hard to shake. All right. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to the Daily Sports Show Redo. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'll see you next time.